This episode is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can tune into all of your favorite podcasts, playlists, and party tunes literally for free. Like, I don't even have a premium account right now. (laughs) You can tune into my podcast and so many of my guests' podcasts on Spotify, and you'll never miss an episode because you can just click follow and they will let you know when there's a new episode. And if you have premium, you can download the episodes and listen literally whenever, wherever, like on the airplane when you're super bored and flying to Paris. So if you don't already have it, download the Spotify app. You can search for the Mindset Magic Manifestation Podcast. Be sure to follow me so you can get notified every week for the new episode. Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Happy Tuesday. It's your girl, Michaela, back like every Tuesday. And I'm super excited about this episode today because I'm interviewing my lovely, lovely friend, Brooke, and she's really cool. Okay. So she's Australian, but she lives in Toronto, Canada. What a combo. So cute. Literally life goals. And we're talking a lot about like shifting our energy using different tools, which I think is super interesting, super fun and fresh. And I'm just excited for you guys to dive in. But we are going to hear a little moment from our episode sponsor. And I have to tell you my spiritual splurge. So here we go. Today's episode is sponsored by no other than my daily ritual, the mindset magic and manifestation daily ritual. It's your go-to guide, your go-to mini course to put together literally the perfect morning routine, you guys. And I recently had a fallout with my morning routine. Like we weren't dating anymore, basically. I was getting bored of her and just because I was changing and I was growing and I wasn't letting the routine change and grow with me. So I fell off, just got back on the train, went straight back to literally my own guide, went through all of the different exercises and picked out the new ones I wanted to try out because there are over 15 different exercises for you to try out in the morning. And I'm obsessed with this daily ritual also comes with meditations and, um, no big deal, but one of the babes that has my ritual manifested first class tickets, a first class upgrade for free last week. So a little brag there. If you want first class, basically you need my daily ritual. So (laughs) it's only 37 bucks. And I know you can swing it. I know you want to have the best morning ever. Just sets you up for the best day of your life, pretty much. You know, it really the importance of morning routines is to show up for yourself, set your own vibe for the day. So the link for that will be in the show notes. And okay, today's spiritual sport, you guys. I'm seriously screaming. So (sighs) pens, like pens we write with. This is today's spiritual splurge. My boyfriend got me the 
Swarovski, I cannot pronounce that word, Swarovski crystal pen that I have been wanting for literally three years and I'm freaking pumped. I'm holding it in my hand. You can go to my Insta and see it. It's beautiful. It's silver. It has tons of crystals like Swarovski crystals in the pen. It's super bougie. It has its own pen case and I'm in love. This pen's like 50 bucks originally, I think. So honestly, not that bad. But why is this a spiritual splurge? Well, let me tell you, this is a spiritual splurge because it makes you feel up-leveled as fuck. Imagine being at your favorite restaurant and just getting ready to sign the check and you're like, oh, I have my own pen and pulling out your sore Ovsky pen crystal, either the rose gold one or the silver and just, you know, signing away your name with your perfectly done nails and your wine next to you and your glitzy pen. It just makes you feel so up leveled. It is literally a next level purchase like fancy pens. I mean, come on, you know, millionaires have nice fancy pens. So I'm trying to have all my pens be fancy now. You guys seriously go to my Instagram and see this beautiful, gorgeous pen that I'm obsessed with. It makes me feel so bougie. And that's what we want more of. If we want to manifest a bougie and extra AF life, we need to have bougie and extra AF items. So me just stepping into my next level self always. I'm obsessed. Okay. So that's enough for me from bragging about my new pen, but seriously, it is a spiritual splurge. So get yourself a crystal pen and let's get into the episode with Brooke. Okay. Talk soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I have a really exciting guest today. I think I say that every single time I have a guest, but you know, I just love all my friends so much. So today we have with us Brooke. She is my lovely, lovely Australian friend who lives in Canada. So pretty cool. She's a life and success coach and she motivates women to shift their energy to create alignment, action, and abundance in their lives. But most importantly, she loves Drake just as much as I do. So basically a soul sister. Welcome to the podcast, Brooke. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so <laughs> excited. It's me so much fun. So pumped. Okay. Are you ready for the speed dating questions? Yes. Okay. What's your horoscope sign? Um, Scorpio. <sighs> Love a good Scorpio. <laughs> you know your moon and your rising? Yeah. Um, I think rising is Aries and moon in Cancer. Mm, interesting. What a combo. <laughs> I'm, I'm typical Scorpio, down to a T, all of it. Oh. I'm like exactly Scorpio. So funny. Like all, literally all of my friends are Scorpios. It's crazy. And like everybody I even meet online are Scorpios. Like my friend Jess, I had a couple episodes ago. She's a Scorpio. You're a Scorpio. My roommate's a Scorpio. I guess I just attract all the Scorpios. <laughs> yeah. Um. Actually, I have a friend who said she has a lot of Scorpio friends too, but I don't know what sign she is. Mm. Well, maybe she's up. also a Capricorn. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. Okay. Are you a morning or a night person? I want to be a morning person, but I'm a night person. <laughs> I love that. Have you always been a night person? Yeah, I've always. So my grandma likes to remind me how much of a terrible sleeper I was when I was a baby. Like <laughs> always she tells me and like still tries to make me feel guilty for it. And what? even my dad, I was having a conversation with him a couple of weeks ago and he's like, I used to have to sit in your room and just sit in your room at night until you fell asleep because you would just be awake all night crying and whatever. And it's like still the same now. I just <laughs> stay awake all night 
and sometimes I cry. <laughs> oh my god, all night keeping the crying. Yeah. It never stops. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, do you have a morning practice that you start your day with though? I do, yeah. So I like to wake up. I don't um I don't use my phone for social media or anything, emails or text um for about two hours. So I'll just use it. I'll get up. Um I usually make a chai or a coffee. And then I go and sit in my bed. I do some brain stuff. Actually, we when we did our live, I totally forgot to talk about one of the most important things that I do in my <laughs> um, morning ritual. And so I do this thing before I even get out of bed. And I've started voice recording um, me kind of like talking to the universe. So I just oh. I wake up and I, um, open up my voice notes and I just say, good morning universe or thank you universe. And then I'll just say like, a little mantra and then what I'm grateful for. And then I kind of do this segment intending, which I think comes from Abraham. Mm -hmm. um, but basically you just script, I guess, how you each thing in your day is going to go. Um, like how you're going to, I'm going to walk to the gym and it's going to be a great walk and I'm going to do these things. I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to find exactly what I need. And it's going to be a great price, just like little things like that. And then I just, usually go on tangents um, because I like to talk. And then like 15 minutes later, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's all recorded. So yeah, oh I like, I feel like I like doing that a bit better than um, journaling only sometimes. I like, I don't know. It feels like a different experience when you say it. Yeah, that's so interesting. And actually that's something I've been um, telling my clients to do because I'm having more and more clients be like, well, I don't like journaling. Like journaling is just not my thing. And I'm like, okay, just voice record everything that you would journal down. And that's really interesting that you're like verbally scripting. Do you feel like yeah. that's been more effective for you? than? Yeah, yep, I do. And it's crazy. So I've, I haven't done this for a whole lot of time. Like I've only been doing it for uh, a couple of weeks, I would say, but yeah. on the days that I do it and I do it consistently, I notice it fully changes like my reality. So much more stuff starts happening. And so I do this thing. Okay. So when I go to bed at night, I get into bed and I say, today was amazing. And tomorrow's going to be even better no matter what happens. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then um, when I do my voice notes, I say, today's going to be an amazing day filled with opportunities and ideas and miracles now. Um, and when I do that consistently, I notice a complete shift in like opportunities, people reaching out to me, my productivity, like it does change things. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm going to have to start doing that. I'm definitely going to have to add the voice note to my morning routine because I yeah. love making my morning routine super extra. So might as well change it up. <laughs> so good. I love it. Amazing. Okay. So you do your voice notes and then you yep. hop out of bed and then what happens? You make well, your or coffee. Yeah, then I make my coffee or my chai and then I go back and sit on my bed. And uh, depending on how much I have going on, I'll do some type of brain learning. So whether it's listening to a podcast or watching a training video or reading a book, something like that. And then I will meditate uh, for however long I feel like I need to and then I do some tapping and then I will pull a tarot card and then I start my day. 
Amazing. Yes. And we are going to get into the tapping and the tarot later on. So if you guys are confused listening, we'll talk about it. I promise. I love that. And I love that you do some type of like learning in the morning. I feel like that's not something a lot of people do. Not everybody makes it an intention to sit down and like learn something every single day. Yeah, totally. And this is the time, like right when you wake up and right before you go to bed is the time when your brain is the most absorbent and you're going to absorb that information that you put into it. So for me, I, I'd start my day consciously and I decide what I want in my head. And so I choose positive stuff. I choose stuff that's going to increase me and develop me. Yeah. I love that. And then for meditation, do you do like your own meditation? Do you do a guided meditation? What does that look like? Um, I do both. It's really just depend. It depends on how I feel. Mm. So mostly I was just doing, um, solo meditation. Um, and I would listen to some music or have some music on in the background, but now I downloaded, um, insight timer. Have you ever used that? No, but I've heard of it before. It's pretty good. So people can put up their own um, guided meditations or you can just set a timer and it will play some sounds or some music or whatever. So I mix it up. Just depends on how I'm feeling. Okay. I like that too because you don't have to feel pressured to do the same thing every single day. Like my morning routine stays the same, but I'm also doing like different things every day. Like I journal about different things, whether it's like scripting or making to-do lists or morning pages and like use different crystals and read different books. And so it doesn't always need to look the exact same. I think that's really important. Yeah. And if there's a day where I'm just like, I actually, I don't feel like doing tarot today or I don't, feel like meditating a whole lot today. Like I don't force myself. I just, I just don't, I don't never do anything just for the sake of doing it. If something is telling me not to do something, I just don't do it. Like mm. I don't, I would much prefer to do things that I enjoy doing and have them feel good rather than force myself to meditate or force myself to pull a tarot card. Totally. Yeah. Because then that just creates resistance and it pushes your manifestations further away, which is the exact opposite of what we want. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Amazing. Okay. Out of everywhere you've traveled to, what has been your favorite place? Oh, that's really hard because I've been to a lot of places. <laughs> I've traveled a lot. Uh, so when I first got to Vietnam was like one of the first countries I went to that was not like it was a developing country so it was the first mm -hmm. developing country I ever went to I'd been to the U.S. before but like that's not different to Australia really <laughs> um, and so but as soon as I got off the plane and I got into Ho Chi Minh um, I was just like this is I love this place I love this city uh, and I so I love I don't know even know what I loved about it but I just felt such a strong connection but then I really like Tulum in Mexico because it's so chill and so nice and fun and like a little bit hipster, which I <laughs> like hipster things. Um, but yeah, so I like, I have a couple of different places but, and they're all mm -hmm. awesome in their own way. Oh, and Maui. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, love I love Maui. 
Oh, I miss Maui. I just wrote that in my journal this morning. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I said that. I miss Maui. I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful there. It's so amazing. And just the vibe there is so good. And I think yeah. all of our like favorite destinations that we visited, it's just because like the vibes that we got from there and how that kind of contradicted with the vibes we're used to, you know, it might be more elevated than we're used to around us like Maui's way more energetically charged than Nebraska is and so I'm like oh my god I loved it so much yes such a beautiful place yeah it's wonderful okay what's the coolest thing that you've manifested um well uh, it happened as a series of things but a couple months ago when I was in Australia deciding to to come back to Canada I scripted how I wanted everything to go. Uh, And I did it in my journal, so I didn't do this as a voice note, but I wrote down that I wanted to get a really good price for a flight. I wanted to find someone to take over my lease. I wanted to get a refund back for the rent in advance that I had paid Um, because I'm self-employed. They asked me to pay some rent in advance, which I did. And so I wanted that refunded. And then I had a car that I wanted to sell the day before I was flying back to Canada. And so I had this all written down, left it. Okay, this is what I want. I will just leave it. And then I was feeling this like weird energy for a little while. So I went and had a Reiki session. I came home from the Reiki session and everything I wrote down happened. Oh my God. (laughs) I got a flight from Sydney to. Toronto for $300. What? Uh-huh. I had like a <laughs> flight credit because I'd canceled a flight, but usually I was like, they're probably just going to give me a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, but I only had to pay $300 and it was supposed to be more, but the guy on the phone was nice and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to make it even cheaper. And I was like, okay. Holy shit. That and- is so <laughs> inexpensive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I had um, emailed my landlord asking if I could get out of my lease And she emailed me back and she's like, you're actually not even on the lease. You're just a tenant in the house. So you could leave right now if you want. And we'll give you all of the rent in advance that you've paid that you're not going to be using. And I was like, "Um, okay. And then then it was still, I think I had about a month until I was, or maybe six weeks or something until I was flying back to Toronto. And I was flying on a Tuesday and I still hadn't sold my car. Sunday afternoon rolls around. I get an email from someone saying, Hey, can I come and look at your car? They looked at it and paid me cash. The asking price, which was the exact price that I even paid for the car anyway. Oh my God. I'm like shaking my head. That is so incredible. I'm still stuck on the $300 because (laughs) Australia to Canada is that's a long flight. Yep. For mm-hmm. that to be $300, like $300 is how much it cost me round trip to go to Vancouver. And that yep. was like a seven hours. And of also <laughs> this is 300 Australian dollars, which is oh, probably right. about 250 US. Oh, holy shit. What? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> wow. That is incredible. Okay. So we all need to go get a Reiki session done. <laughs> like that shifted so so much for me wow how do you think it all unfolded so perfectly I mean obviously the universe like the how and everything but what do you Mm -hmm. feel like you did to help make all of that happen I 
decided and then I did everything in my physical power that I could control. So I was able to control um, emailing my landlord and asking to get out of my lease. I was able to control like calling the airline to book the flight rather than just going ahead and booking another one without calling them and just like being like, eh, they're not going to give me a good price. I'll just book it online. I was in control of putting my room up on like a, to find someone else to take over it. I did all of those things to prove that I was really, really serious about moving back mm -hmm. to Canada. And I did everything in my power. And it wasn't even like a hustle thing. It was just sitting on my computer, typing stuff up. It wasn't <laughs> hard stuff. Right. I didn't just wait for the universe to bring things to me. I was like, this is what I can control. I can take these steps. So that is what I'll do. Mm, I love that. And actually my podcast episode that went live today, aka a week ago, if you're listening to this next week, um, I was just talking about that. It's like just taking the action, let the universe figure out the complicated stuff, but do everything that you can physically do. Because the universe isn't just going to let it all fall into your lap. Like you have to sh like shift your own energy. You have to do something to show that you're serious. So I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I think also the Reiki session really, really helped. I, and it was seriously within hours after getting home from that session that it all happened. Wow. Okay. Booking a Reiki sesh next <laughs> week. Um, yes, so good. <laughs> okay. That is literally amazing. Love that so much. Okay. What is your favorite luxury splurge? Um, a couple of years ago, I bought a Celine handbag, which I love. Ooh, yes. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yep. Okay. What's your favorite book at the moment? Um, Joe Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Oh, what's that about? So Joe Dispenza is super awesome. He is freaking amazing. But <laughs> So he is a doctor. Uh, I forget. He's, I think he's a chiropractor and then something else, but he focuses on the mind and um, neurons and everything that happens in the brain. And basically what his kind of teachings are that if you can shut the, the conscious mind down, the analytical mind down and get into the unconscious, that is where you can access so much stuff, healing, um, I don't know. I can't even like, he does so much stuff. It's hard for me to articulate and fully understand, but it's basically, he teaches people how to meditate mm. and change who they are, change their habits, change their personality, change their way, the way they respond to the external world and like create their reality and shift into the reality that they want. So a lot of the, his stuff is also about quantum shifting and how all the realities are all existing at exactly the same time right now. It's not like you need to go and like really make one, whatever you want is already happening in a different reality. You just need to shift into that by changing your habits, changing your personality, like becoming a better version of yourself. And then you will shift into that reality. Oh, I love that so much. Also, just quantum physics, quantum shifting is so fascinating to me. And yep. I was never a science person growing up. Like I hated science until I got to college and like dove into manifestation and 
found out how tied it is to quantum physics. And then I was like, oh my God, let me learn everything. It's so interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so interesting. But honestly, like a couple of weeks ago, I got into this weird thing. I don't know why it all happened, but all of a sudden I just started watching a whole lot of quantum shifting um, YouTube videos and whatever. I webinars. I don't know why <laughs> stuff kind of started popping up and I was just following it. So I would watch it and watch it and watch it. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. So that night I went to bed and I kind of, I felt, I felt a weird energy. I don't know how to explain it. I just had this like weird kind of energy come over me. And then I was like, I'm going to have a new client in the morning. Mm. And I just, it just felt real. And I woke up in the morning, looked at my phone, like with the screen still off, gave it a little kiss and said, thank you for my new client, opened it up. And I had an email from someone wanting to chat to me about being a client. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's just a small thing. So with all these kinds of things that I do manifestation and all these, all this stuff, shifting realities, I start small. And so whenever I'm doing an experiment, I always just start really small and be like, okay, what can I do that isn't, my brain isn't going to automatically just say, no, you're a crazy person. That will never happen. (laughs) So stuff that's not too out of the ordinary, I start with that. And then that's, and then from there, I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I did that. So let's try something bigger. Yeah. Starting small and just building it up. Like building that muscle almost. Yeah. A lot of people say, I love that. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to get that book. I was actually just looking at my um, birth chart the other day in comparison to like Mercury retrograde that's coming up on Friday or Saturday. I can't remember, but like the lessons I need to learn and looking at where my Jupiter is going to be for the next year. And everything is like looking at my daily life. Where can I slow down? Where can I change bad habits? So that book will probably be perfect for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. He's super into meditation and teaches you how to meditate and then what to do in the meditation to change whatever you want to change a thought or a belief or whatever. Oh, so cool. Okay. Our last speed dating question. What is your go-to coffee order? Almond latte. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Delish. Amazing. Oh my God. That makes me want coffee. (laughs) I'm drinking tea, but I'm definitely going to get a coffee after. (gasps) You are? What kind of tea? Peppermint. (gasps) Me too. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. You guys have no idea how similar like Brooke and I are. It's like insane. <laughs> yeah. So many times a week we'll see something on Instagram. Just like, oh my gosh, I have that too. Or I'm doing this too. Yep. <laughs> it is so funny. I love it. Okay. Well, let's get into everything about you. Um, mm-hmm. You are adorbs and I love you and I want everybody else to love you. So well, you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, how did you get into your business of life and success coaching or where did this journey start? Well, okay. So the, the journey it's kind of a long story, so I'm going to make it as short as possible. But for my whole life, I lived at effect of my experience. I believed that I would never be happy. I believed that people were horrible, that the world sucked, that I hated everyone. But I always had this kind of feeling inside me of like, why do I feel this way? But I can see other people being happy. 
there isn't any difference between me and them. Like, why am I unhappy and they're happy? And then I kind of realized that if I wanted to be happy, if I wanted other people to like me, um, if I wanted to have good relationships, I had to give that. I had to put that out into the universe. So um, it started for me by actually, okay, so if anyone wants to start their mindset journey, this is actually a really good way to start. I decided that every time I walked through a doorway, I was going to smile and I was just going to like put out happy, happy vibes. And then it kind of snowballed from there. And then after that, um, yeah, personal development, personal development stuff just started to find me. And I was doing online fitness coaching because I used to, I'm a personal certified personal trainer, but I also used to compete in bodybuilding competitions. And so I was doing um, online fitness training at that point and then realized that I actually didn't like doing that. I don't like writing workout programs for people, but a lot, I liked doing all the mindset stuff and the manifestation stuff with my clients. And that was really what they needed the help with the most. Like anyone knows how to go to the gym and lift a weight (laughs) and run on the treadmill. Like that's so intuitive on what you need to do to get your body to where it needs to be or where you want it to be, mm-hmm. but it's the mindset stuff that gets into people's way. Yeah, definitely. So, oh my gosh. So you shifted. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I decided to do um, life and success coaching and then it's just been a ride from, from there. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then you just got certified in NLP, EFT, which is tapping hypnotherapy and what time techniques time techniques yeah okay so can you tell us a little bit about each one okay so there's there's a lot um (laughs) nlp stands for newer neuro linguistic programming and it's kind of also referred to as the lost user's manual to the mind so Mm. what we do in nlp is we have a lot of different techniques that we use to bypass the conscious mind and get right into the unconscious mind and change stuff that isn't working, change limiting beliefs, change old beliefs, um, change the future or how you see your future, set goals properly, put goals into your future, learn how to create your future based on your future and not on your past. Like it's a lot. That's <laughs> so much, but it's so good and it's so effective and it's insane how good it works. And I need to share it with more people. Like I'm so excited when I do this stuff with my clients, the shifts that we experience and like the shifts that I went through in the training were beyond what you could ever even imagine. <laughs> Yeah, NLP is extremely fascinating to me. And actually, this training that Brooke just finished, I'm going to be doing it in a couple of months as well because it looks so freaking fun and cool. Um, But I've been learning a lot about NLP just through like different videos on YouTube. And I actually did an NLP exercise on my mom the other day. And it was very interesting to just Mm -hmm. see how things like, switch like moving the picture from color to black and white and moving it from close to far away it's just it's a I don't know it's a rabbit hole we could easily go down for probably an hour but it's so interesting yeah and so the brain stores things 
in its own filing system. It stores things it doesn't like in a certain way. It stores things it likes in a different way. So we can find out where your brain stores things that you like and then move that to a place that you don't like. Um, so if you want to stop drinking coffee and like say you're someone who drinks it all the time, you can move coffee to the part of your brain that where it stores things it doesn't like. And so sad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would never do that. With I would never do it. But so Reese, um, the lovely, lovely human being that, um, did my certification, she, um, she was drinking multiple cups of coffee a day before it. And then she did the technique and immediately stopped. One of the girls in my training was a pack a day gum chewer. She would chew Holy a pack shit. of gum a day and we did a technique and now she is, hasn't chewed gum. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's these weird little things that I don't know, maybe some people wouldn't get or understand, but like, it's real. I've seen it yeah. and it sounds like, like it couldn't be like, how does that even work? But it works. <laughs> it works. Amazing. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about tapping? Tapping. Yeah. I love tapping. So mm -hmm. tapping works similar to the way that acupuncture works. So it's based on the energy meridians of the body, but instead of needing um, needles to mm -hmm. access the energy, or I don't really know what they do in acupuncture. I've never done it before, but um, I don't know like how they access the energy by a needle, but they do it. Um, no but in, <laughs> instead of needing to use a needle to do that, we just tap on the points on our body and it has a similar effect. And there's also a lot less points than there would be in acupuncture as well. So people can do it to themselves. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. It doesn't cost any money to do. And there um, is no needles involved, which is definitely a positive. <laughs> so it's basically shifting the energy in your body. If you're feeling negative, you can shift that energy and get it, loosen it and uh, allow it to move around so it can be released. Yeah. Can you give us an example of a time that you would use tapping? Yeah. So I like to do it in the morning to set my day up. So you can also do it as a positive thing. So I do it in the mornings, but if there's something that you are feeling anxious about, you could do it based on the anxiety that you're feeling. If there's something like that made you angry that you're still holding on to, you can tap on that experience and that feeling and that emotion, um, mm. anything. It's so cool. Tapping is very interesting. It's something that I know about, but I always kind of forget about or I don't think to do. But like you said, it is free. There are so many YouTube videos where you could just look up like EFT tapping for and then whatever you need it for, for money problems, for health problems, for being depressed or like whatever. And there mm -hmm. are so many YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. Like you can tap on anything and it's because everything everything in the world is energy. It's all energy and tapping is based on shifting your energy. So you can tap on anything else that is also energy, which is everything. Totally. Okay. And hypnotherapy. What mm. the heck's that? <laughs> all right. So uh, hypnotherapy that I do isn't like that stage stuff where you see people going on stage and acting like a chicken. Or whatever. <laughs> so this one um, is basically we, we, bypass the conscious mind again and the critical factor and we get right into the unconscious mind and that's where all the beliefs and whatever is stored so that we can 
I don't, we can change beliefs or we can kind of insert the ideas that you want to have. So for people who want to quit smoking, we can help change their unconscious beliefs about smoking. Um, people who want to start going to the gym. I did a hypnother hypnotherapy sessions a couple of years ago because I was terrified of flying. And oh. so I did a couple of hypnotherapy sessions for that. And now I'm like, asking to go in the cockpit with the pilots <laughs> flying so much. I love it. Okay. And so when would, what would an example be of something you would need hypnotherapy for? Anything. If you're um, maybe anxious a lot of the time about maybe a specific thing, then we can go in there and um, change or work on those feelings of anxiety. And then, See, see if we can replace them or shift them to more positive feelings. Mm. Um, I did it with a friend who wanted to lose weight. So we went in there and did some hypnotherapy. And what you do is you kind of create a picture in the person's mind of what they want to do instead of only having the picture in their mind that they have of how it's not working. So we kind of add the mm. suggestion of the the way that they want to be or who they want to be or how they want to do things so that their unconscious mind can access that easily. That's so cool. It's like yeah. healthy hypnosis, not like your senior year prom and the magic guy is coming to hypnose <laughs> 10 people from the crowd. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Did that really happen? Oh yes. Yes. That actually happened at my, so we would have prom and then we had post prom and every single year they had a hypnosis guy come and I actually was like got picked to be hypnotized and it, mm -hmm. it worked, but it didn't. And I don't know, it was stupid, but that's not what this is. I just want to make it clear for everybody. Yeah. Um, no, you can do is this. Um, uh, yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, I was going to say that my, my business coach actually did a hypnotherapy session to get over her fear of public speaking. So mm -hmm. it's like, you really get to identify those stories and kind of, like you said, put like a narrative in of what the possibility is going to be and not how it's not working. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then that was what happened for me when I did my um, hypnotherapy sessions for flying. And basically we just went through like getting on a plane being on the plane and instead of being like oh my gosh I'm so scared the session he was just like and now you're on the plane and you're so calm and so comfortable and that's that's all it is yeah. it's not like you're gonna pretend you're a chicken when I snap my fingers <laughs> yeah. like yeah you just kind of insert the idea of who you want to be or how you want to behave in a certain situation how you want to feel like if you don't want to be scared of talking in a in front of a huge audience, then you can do a hypnotherapy session and like insert the, the ideas of how you want to feel before that, during that, after that. So it's really cool. Good. Okay. And then last time techniques. I don't know what the heck this is. <laughs> yeah, this one's interesting. And I had no idea what it was before I went into the training either, but basically what we can do is again, bypass the, un the conscious mind and go to the unconscious mind and I don't want to say go back in time, but almost go back in time in your unconscious mind um, to really any time. I went back. So what we did is we were removing feelings of anger and sadness. So basically when you feel um, you have an experience of anger and you don't deal with that experience, 
every time after that, it kind of gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The anger just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you feel it more and more and it's kind of like getting more solidified within you. So what we did was we went back to, we asked my unconscious mind when my first experience with anger was. And part of that is it, was it before, during or after birth? Um, these are the questions that you have to ask when you're doing time techniques. And so um, I, we went through, I had one girl who it was during birth. Um, she had an experience that we were removing or like an emotion that we wanted to let go of, I should say. Um, so that was during birth for her. Uh, one girl um, had an experience of, I think it was anger at conception. And then for me, my experience of anger went back to past lives mm. and sadness was six generations ago. Oh my God. It's weird. And it sounds odd. I know it sounds <laughs> so odd, but it's one of those things that it's like, I don't know. I can't explain it on a piece of paper, but it works. Mm. So what do you do once you identify so once you identify, then you um, get the learnings. So you basically just learn what you needed to learn from that experience mm -hmm. and then go back up to now and use the learnings and apply them to any other situations of that emotion that you were having that you want to get rid of. So anger, for example, you would go forward in time now, like back to present time and then apply the learnings to other experiences that they need to be applied to. Mm, that's so interesting. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. Why does nobody talk about this? <laughs> Probably because it's like so woo-woo, I think. Like, yeah. I believe in it all, but I totally understand that there's a lot of people that don't. People are probably like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, so you learned all of this in a jam-packed week, also months of content, but why were you interested in getting the certification? <sighs> to be honest, when I signed up for it, I had no idea what I was signing up for. <laughs> I had heard of NLP and then at first I'd heard of it and I did some research and I came up on a lot of research that people like, oh, people use this to manipulate people and it's what those... Um, I don't even know what they're called, but like there's men that are horrible and go around trying to seduce women by tricking mm -hmm. them into stuff. And so I was like, Oh, that's, that's silly. You know, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then I started learning more about it and realized it's actually really cool. And NLP is based on the idea that you are at cause for everything. You are fully 100% at cause for everything in your life. And that resonated with me. And so I was like, you know what? It actually isn't so bad. And then I saw Reese talking about it a lot too. And I learned some really cool techniques after that. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. And um, yeah, it was a lot more than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. It probably snowballed. And you were like, okay, yeah. this isn't mm -hmm. what I expected, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. But um, like, I love using this stuff with my clients. Even this morning, I just had a client call and by the end of it, she was in tears because we had just like really gone through some beliefs about money that she'd had. And we like figured out that those beliefs weren't empowering her and we got rid of them. 
Mm, I love that. Yeah, it can be so powerful. Like when I was doing the NLP technique on my mom, she was having anxiety about driving, like mm -hmm. about just like, I don't know, like freaking out while driving, driving in bad circumstances. And just afterwards, she was like, okay, I feel good. Like I can do this. And it's so yeah. interesting to watch that shift. Yeah, totally. So cool. Okay. So everything you do in biz and this training, you're all about shifting energy. So mm -hmm. why is that so important to you? Well, because everything is energy. We are energetic beings. Everything in our reality is energy. And so if you're holding on to a negative energy, if you have like a block of your energy somewhere, that's going to ripple out into the rest of your life. And this became a huge thing for me when I had that Reiki session that like totally shifted everything for me. And I was like, this is real. This is a real thing. It would, and it was so wild that I was like, yeah, this is it. And I'm just, I have to share this with people and I have to help people with this. Mm, I love that. Can you give us your top five tips for shifting our energy? Top five tips. Be at cause for everything that happens in your life. Take responsibility and be at cause for everything. How can you create different outcomes and results for yourself and not rely on the external world to create outcomes or results for you? Uh, my next one is to listen to your intuition and follow your intuition. Yeah. And if you have some intuitive guidance, if something is coming through, follow it and trust it because I find that it's those times where you try to force things or do things because you think that you should. That's when that it causes this negative energy to hole up inside you and stay there. Um, what was that? Two. Okay. Two. So yeah. <laughs> three. Um, find something that makes you feel good and do it. So we've talked quite a bit about raising your vibe, but like mm -hmm. find something that makes you feel good when you're not feeling great and do it. So like listening to cool music, dancing, whatever, going for a walk, something, do something to shift that negative energy and feel good. And I mean, we've talked about how much like raise your vibe and just saying that doesn't actually help. Mm -hmm. Like people need practical advice for that. So, um, yeah, definitely like doing something that makes you feel good, have a bath, dance, listen to music, whatever. Um, and then my next, so how many, I'm, why am I losing count? <laughs> that um, was three, three, I think. Okay. Four, <laughs> four, have an outlet, have some type of creative outlet that you can let the energy out. Um, writing and journaling for me, but even, I guess maybe that's kind of the same as the, the one I just said about raising your vibe. Um, but um, meditating, oh my gosh, meditating is a big one. Mm. Tapping, Reiki. This is not turning into tips. I didn't follow the instructions. Very well. <laughs> it's fine. You know, we're getting several tips. We're getting suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Take it all. I love it. Yeah. Well, and it's so good that like you said that finding, do something that makes you feel really good and like have a creative outlet, like all of these technically tie together. Like 
you could have a creative outlet. Maybe you like graphic design and that's what makes you feel really good and really high vibes. So go to a coffee shop, sit down and work on graphics just because you want to just yeah. to have fun. And that will inherently make you feel so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And when you come up to an experience or you're doing something in your life and you're like, I don't really enjoy this. Say for example, at your job, you're like, I don't really like this. I don't really like my job. I don't like the work that I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just staying in that energy, like something that shifted things the most for me was actually saying, okay, how can I make this more fun? How can I have fun? How can I have fun? And not forcing the answers to come through. Just putting that intention out there of, I want to have more fun. I want to make this more fun. I'm going to have fun with this. Once you set that intention, the fun will come to you. The fun ideas, the fun things to do, the fun ways to switch things up will come to you. They do naturally and have fun with stuff. Stuff doesn't have to be boring and annoying. Mm -hmm. If you want it to be fun, it will be fun. If you keep telling yourself that it's boring, it's hard, it's blah, blah, blah. That is all you will ever get. Oh, I love that so much. And that has been such a key theme for me the like past two months is just how can I make things more fun? Because when you're having fun, you're happy and you're just allowing. And that's when you manifest so much. And that's why I love to travel and like allow that time for me to have tons of fun. And I manifest the most when I'm traveling because I'm just allowing all that to happen. And I actually found myself stuck in like a situation like that over the weekend where I was like, oh my God, I want to do something fun. I want to do something cool, blah, blah, blah. And I realized that I would just wanted to do something cool and fun because I wanted something to post about on Instagram, which is so stupid. But mm -hmm. I, since I was sitting there with my thoughts, I could realize that and bring awareness to it and be like, you know what? Like, fuck that. What would be fun for me right now? Just for me. And it ended up being a night of Netflix and making a smoothie bowl. And I was perfectly content. So I think yeah. that's really important. Exactly. And I was having some troubles with Instagram as well being like, how am I finding content? Like I work from home. So for me, I'm sitting around at home a lot. I don't go out and do a whole lot of exciting things. So I don't really have a lot of stuff to take photos of. And then I was like, how can I have more fun with this? What mm -hmm. can I do to make coming up with photos and content more fun? And that's when I started doing collage stuff and graphic -y stuff on my Instagram. And I was like, this is fun. I really enjoy doing this. And then yeah, I, I got stuff that I could post on Instagram and people like, like it, people enjoy it. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be this hurdle all the time. If you can decide that you want things to be fun and then you can, you can make them fun. Yeah, so true. And also we will have all of your stuff linked below, but you guys have to look at her Instagram. Her graphics are so freaking cute. And I think you have a freebie library with like phone backgrounds, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, have a freebie library. It has a bunch of stuff in it. It has a lot of stuff in there, but I'm, um, make phone wallpapers because I just find that really fun, um, <laughs> like creating cool graphics. And then I'm like, well, I'll just share it with people because maybe other people like it too. And they do. It's really cool. Yeah. We'll definitely link up your freebie library below for people to check it out. Super cute. Okay. So the last thing I want to really touch on here is tarot. So you're a bit of a tarot connoisseur. I love seeing your morning stories where you kind of lay out what each tarot card means and like the reverse. So what got you interested into tarot? How did you learn about everything? 
Well, so when I was growing up, my best friend from high school, it was our tradition that I would go over to her house on Christmas night. I'm pretty sure it was Christmas night, like on the 25th or maybe it was on the 26th. And we would just hang out and then do tarot. And we had no idea what oh we were doing. Gosh. We would just like pull a card and like read about it. We had no idea. And then a couple months ago, or I don't know even when it was. Oh, actually, no, it was a lot longer than that. I had uh, an urge to just buy a tarot deck. And then after that, I just started doing it like every day, just mm-hmm. pulling tarot cards and learning more about them and um, really trusting my intuition. It was a great way to learn to trust my intuition more. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. I did an episode um, a couple weeks back about like developing more psychic abilities, developing your intuition and using cards is such an easy way to do it because you can just channel those messages and you have like a physical thing to look at. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you're kind of guided, but also you, tarot is kind of open to interpretation of the, the receiver. So I, Mm -hmm. I can apply it to whatever aspect of my life I think it applies to and also like everything about pulling the card is based on intuition you need your intuition to even tell you to pick up the deck and shuffle them and and want to pull a card like it's all based on intuition Mm, that is so cool you started at such a young age just like pulling cards (laughs) yeah I, I never even had any idea that it would like get to this and I when I was doing it when I was younger like I had no idea we we didn't learn anything and then it was like later on I was like actually this is really fun yeah oh my god that's so cool it's so funny how these kind of things come into our lives like from an early age and then we revisit it later and like I think about that in terms of my spirituality like I was raised I went to like a Christian school and we always went to church it was very religious and I'm just very spiritual now but I know a lot of like the beliefs and values I learned from that kind of tie over into today when it didn't even mean anything to me then it's like the same thing with you and tarot it's so yeah totally totally and it's so funny how those things like when I was younger, I had this little, little purse that had gemstones and stuff in it. And oh. I loved them. I absolutely loved them. So I guess this kind of stuff has always been a part of my life. I went to um, a Catholic school as well from grade mm-hmm. seven to 12. So like, wow. uh, yeah, I, f- I know what that's all about. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely some of the messages and like some of the stuff coming across it, I, when I was in school, I was like, this is all a load of crap. Like believing oh, in something, yeah. believing in something you can't see. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> But then now that is, it's kind of the same thing with manifestation and all this stuff in the spiritual world. Like sometimes there are things you need to believe in before you see them. And I, um, I guess I kind of carried that across from my Christian, well, I wouldn't even say Christian upbringing, but like mm-hmm. Catholic school. Yeah, definitely. And that's funny that you had a purse with gemstones because I used to collect rocks when I was younger. I like loved having rocks. I would just go and pick all of them and pick up the shiny rocks from the beach. And here we are, spiritual AF with our yes. crystals and our tarot. <laughs> right. We're all, we were just guided. I fully, yeah. fully believe that 100% that like it all was there for a reason. Like all of those things happened exactly for a reason. And we were into those things for a reason because this is who we are. I love it. 
Okay. So last question with tarot, how mm -hmm. does tarot help you shift your energy or maybe shift your mindset? Yeah, I think for me, it's kind of a, it starts with the mindset and then that helps you shift your energy. Mm. Um, so I use it as, I guess, kind of advice or something, or I use it as for something that I need to focus on, like guidance on what to focus on. So, um, yeah, I'll just pull a card and get the message or interpret the message and then like, know, know and trust that everything is going to work out exactly how it's meant to work out. I think that's one of the biggest things that I get from all of these, all of the work that I do is everything is going to work out exactly how it's meant to work out. It's not meant to work out any other way. It's not working out the wrong way. It's working out perfectly. And so I love pulling a tarot card and getting a message and being able to shift my mindset or shift what I'm focusing on so that I can keep that energy flowing and moving and not just say like, Oh, well, I'm just going to stay in this like sad, angry place or whatever. Like, okay, I've got a message. I'm listening to my intuition. This is what I need to focus on. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to go with that and get on with my life and not stay in a negative emotion or a negative state. Yeah. And like, what fun is staying in a negative emotion? No, yeah, right. Like zero, <laughs> zero, zero fun. Yeah, exactly. And tarot just kind of helps identify those things. For me, I'm super into Oracle cards, but I'm actually recently been grabbing my tarot deck more because I want to learn more about it. And the messages hidden in tarot are very fascinating to me. I always say that Oracle cards are like the gateway drug and tarot <laughs> is the science because tarot, it's like there's specific numbers and then there's like the major and minor cards and, you know, all the little details. And I think there are just so many hidden messages in there that I, I'm loving discovering. Yeah, it's, I, I love it. I love, I love doing my own tarot. I love like watching, um, there's a couple people on YouTube who do really cool things with tarot. So I love getting the messages that way as well. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, um, if someone pulling a tarot card and this might even be a good way for someone to start if they're a little resistant to it or don't really understand what it is. Like go on YouTube and you can find people that do, um, tarot readings for, different horoscopes and yeah. get the message from there and see if it applies to you or how you can fit it into your life or if it resonates with you and then yeah go from there yeah i love that and there's a youtuber i always go to for um certain tarot readings um her name's star girl the practical witch and she will do like monthly tarot readings she'll do i don't know like a yearly reading she has so many different ones like where's your past life and all these things but she lays out different stacks and you just pick the stack that you're drawn to and she does like a general reading it's so fascinating and i think that's one of the things that kind of piqued my interest in tarot again was that just seeing oh, how cool. she connected everything and channeled the messages and she uses like three or four different decks with every single pull because you'll see all different kind of card designs it's really cool so i definitely suggest you guys check her out and brooke you should look her up too <laughs> yeah definitely will that sounds really cool yeah it's super cool okay finishing off what is your number one tip or hack for manifestation mm believe that it already exists mm. and decide it's like deciding is is the thing that makes it but part of i guess deciding is believing that it's actually 
real and true and already yours and already existing. Oh, I love that. What's something that you've decided on recently? Um, my business that I am an amazing and very um, highly sought after life and success coach. Oh, and so this is it. the beginning of my manifestation. So you guys will see it all unfold. Oh my gosh. So good. Okay. Where can everyone find you? So uh, my Instagram is brookealexander.co and my website is also brookealexander.co and my podcast is The Brooke Alexander Show. <laughs> Branding on point. <laughs> I love it. It will all be linked up below as well as her freebie library. You guys have to check out her super cute graphics for your phone wallpaper. Follow her on Instagram. I will be on Brooke's podcast soon. So mm -hmm. look out for that episode as well. Oh my God, you did this podcast episode. I wanted to bring this up. Yeah. I think it was about a manifestation challenge or something with the blue mm -hmm. hair. What yeah. episode is that? Do you oh know my gosh. Hair? I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it was like two episodes or three episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys have to listen to that episode because I freaking loved it. I was like <laughs> walking on the treadmill, listening to it. And I was like, this is so good. And it's so true. So Brooke basically talks about an experiment that she did with manifestation and picking out people with blue hair. And we're not going to spoil the results because I want you to go listen to it, but it is so good. And it's actually even getting better to the point now where I can almost do it on command. Ah, that is yeah. so exciting. Okay, you guys, so you have to check out that episode. Brooke, this was so much fun. Thank you for spilling all of this knowledge. Like there are so many things that um, my listeners are going to have to do deep dives on after this. So thank you so much. No, thank you. I love talking about this stuff. And thank you for um, allowing me to come on your podcast and share it with your listeners too. Of course. Okay. Well, have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.